I feel like anybody oh. that runs a marathon is a pussy anyway. Run no, a full one, she, bitch. N- not a half one. Um, a half Iron Man. Oh, fuck. Like, she, was, like, she got, like, gross. food delivered to her. And I was like, I'm like, oh, you got some food? Just like, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, what'd you get to eat? So, oh, you know, I'm just carb loading. I got to do this half Iron Man. I'm like, bitch, you know what? Ask you all that shit. God. You seen, um, you ever seen CrossFit games, dude? Man, that shit's crazy. Fuck. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, dude, the motherfuckers are some crazy They're shit. Dude. Shape. A Murph, you know what a Murph is? Yeah, it's like yeah a mile, yeah. hundred, two hundred yeah. squats, and then another mile. Like some crazy shit like that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yo, welcome back to the San Leone boys. It's your boy Griffin. What's going on, it's your boy Kelvin? And I do have a nose, the new nose piercing. You yep, can see it right here. Yep. Good evening, it's Adon, and uh, today we're joined by Master Sergeant Key. Yep. How, how, how was it like hearing that? It's been a while, huh? It, it's, it's been a little bit since I heard that. Yeah. Dang. So when did you uh, injure your active duty? Uh, see, I got out, and my end of service was technically it was in, in February 29th. But I got out in January, early January. Oh, okay. Terminal leave? 2020, yeah. Dang. Yep. It's racing, too. So, uh, John, fucking 20-year veteran, got to E9. Kind of, so obviously I was in the Marine Corps, too, but he was in the Marine yeah. Corps. E8. <laughs> yeah. E8. Sorry. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. So what's the difference between E8 and E9? Uh, money. Yeah. Uh, money. And, and position. I mean, so I was a, I was a yeah, master you sergeant. Broke boy. So, yeah. Next one would have been master guns. Bro, yeah. I had um, I was a little bit ashamed of myself when I looked at them because you had a picture of you with your uh, shadow box and you had you yeah. know your um chevrons. Yeah. And I was looking. I'm like, is that? I'm like, it's not gunny. It's one more. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? And I literally had to look it up. I'm like, wow. When did you get out? Uh, 17. 17, yeah. All right. So I just did my four. Got out of the yeah. corporal. Yeah. You know, the regular, degular. Yeah. So um, what made you want to enlist in the first place? Uh, Well, I wanted to go to combat. I mean, I, mean, to, mo- to, I think to, what most people. To be real, I mean, yeah. there was no war at the time, but... Um, not that I'm a crazy person that wants to kill people, but if there's people that need to die, I want to go kill them. You know, I mean, there's there's certain people that that need to that need to be killed. So, what do you think that is? Do you think people are born with that with that shit in them, or do you think it's like some shit that comes like while they're growing up that like like I don't know, man. Put I mean, that in their head. I don't know how many people played you know soldier growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Put a put a stick in their hand and said it was a rifle and a bucket on their head. And, and they killed they their fun- best friend in the woods and buried him. Exactly. Them. They had a fun time doing it. And guess yeah. what? I had a fun time doing it. So hold on, hold on. Killed their best friend in the wood and buried him? Allegedly. Yeah. Never, oh, they never yeah. found the body. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think that was, I think that was like it's already like uh what's the 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 time? Like you can't charge you with it no more. Mm. No, you can totally get charged for anything. Yeah. It's any amount of time. Isn't it a statue of limitations? <laughs> <laughs> That's I feel like it's a horrible thing. I think there's a lot of podcasts we need to delete, boys. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so 20 years enlisted in active duty in the Marine Corps as an EOD. So well, can you, that was your MOS, which MOS is military occupation special, basically your job. Yeah. That was your job. So can you explain what exactly what EOD does? Well, I started off in artillery first. Oh, okay. Uh, in, in the Marine Corps, you can't go straight to EOD. Oh, uh, You have to do that. something else first. It's a maturity thing. They want to make sure that you're, you know, at least 21 years old. Makes sense. And yeah. you have a little bit of a, a service record they can look at. To see if you're responsible enough to handle explosives, basically, and, and disarm bombs and things. But yeah, I ended up doing EOD. I went there and see, I joined the Marine Corps in '99. I went to EOD school in 2006, and uh, I mean, the job basically is to to learn how to to disarm and destroy by detonation everything that is explosive. So a hand grenade, uh, all the way up to nuclear weapons how to deal with them we're not obviously going to talk about that today but hmm. um you know and everything in between you learn how to disarm it how it works 
how to get rid of it because you know it's not as simple as sticking a block of C4 on something to make it go away. Sometimes you got to put it in the right spots and things like that. You got to know what you can move and what you can't move if it's already been fired. You know, there's a lot of you know any ordnance sitting out there that's that's on the battlefield is or you know if it's down the street somewhere because people still find stuff yeah. in weird places. You know, it's dangerous. You don't want to touch it. So uh, that's our job to know how to deal with those things. Jeez, and you like actually so when you're you're training for this, you're actually actually giving you like real bombs or. They're giving us uh, inerted bombs. That's something else that we also do. Uh, we'll take, you know, whether it's a bomb or a missile or a rocket or whatever, we'll take it and we'll take all the explosives out of it and then put it back together. So then people can train with it. Right. So then you can actually so, teach with it a real rocket or a real bomb, you know, and a real fuse. And, okay, say, you know, here's the instructions on how to deal with it. Now deal with it. And that's how you learn. Mm-hmm. So you know how to make a bomb, basically. Uh yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's it's it's, it's kind of technical, yeah, you know. Crazy. Or you can make it pretty simplistic, but uh, yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> so why? So why? Don't did, make bombs. <laughs> so why didn't you decide to kind of like do that after you left, like the military, like uh, not follow that same career path, like as a civilian? Well, I had the opportunity to do it, and I, I you know, Griffin knows about that. I talked I talked to him about that about a year ago. Uh, the money's really good in it. That was great, uh, actually. Yeah, the money's great. Fucking like, amazing. Hey, without he was it, there. You was dating him. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> so I told him about it. You know, as like contracting. Yeah, I mean, okay. without being, I don't have a doctorate's degree, so I have no business making that much money. But <laughs> I, I was sitting there thinking, man, finally, I'm going to get paid. What you know, what I'm worth. But when it came down to it, I did 20 years of service. I did a lot of deployments, and I was gone for my family all the time. And I thought I was going to do that when I got out, but I wasn't willing to do it just for the money. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't willing to. I got out of the Marine Corps at twenty. I could have stayed longer, and you know, I got out because I got tired of being gone all the time. I was sitting here thinking, "What am I doing? I'm about to go back right when I get out." Do and exactly do it again, what you're doing, yeah. Just to make way more money, but uh, the money's not worth it. And you know, when you're when you're going there with your buddies and you're doing things, that's worth it. You know, there's no way you're going to let thirty of your buddies in your place and you're not going to go with them if you get right. the opportunity. Yeah. But when you're doing it just for cash, it just doesn't seem right to me. Hey, kudos to those who make the money. Great for them. But I couldn't leave my family, and I wasn't going to do it just for money. Yeah, Damn. So you you, do you remember like the first, <clears throat> like the first bomb you disarmed, or yeah, yeah? How was that? Uh, I mean, it was scary. I mean, a lot of them were scary, actually. But yeah, the very first one I did myself, my team leader at the time. There was this. Uh, we were in Afghanistan, and well, I'm just kind of skipping Iraq here. But the first one I did by hand, we'll say that. Um, because that's different. When I was in Iraq, yeah. we used a lot of robots. But first one I did by hand, um, my big rock, like a big giant rock formation and in the middle of this field in Afghanistan. And uh, me and my team leader, we both did our perimeter searches and everything that we need to do to make sure that we could approach the one that was already found. And he went down and uh, started working on that one. And I'm kind of just screwing around, looking around, you know, because I'm not going to sit there and do nothing. And found another one. And... uh you know, it was a few inches from me. Yeah. From it. I'm like, holy crap, I just found one. He, yeah. I was like, hey, can I deal with it? He's like, well, you've been <clears> trained. Go ahead. You know, and it's kind of scary. And um, uh, So you basically volunteer for this. Yeah, you have to volunteer. And you wow. can quit, too. You can say, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not going to be good for your career. Really? But, yeah, it's an all-volunteer force uh, EOD. Wow. Because, I mean, how can you tell somebody, and it's not to denigrate anyone else's job, mm-hmm. but, you know, someone that signed up, to be a cook, you can tell them you don't want to cook too bad. You're going to go cook. Yeah. Somebody that's disarmed bombs every day, 
try to tell them that they're going to disarm bombs when they say they don't want to do it. I mean, yeah, it's, that, it's a different, a little bit different level. Yeah. So kind of put everybody else at harm too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't want somebody that doesn't want to do it. Yeah, because they're going to step over something or miss something. Say I didn't yeah. see anything, and then somebody else is going to step. Yeah, over, you know. Yeah. So it's all volunteer, but uh, I mean, I had a great time doing it. It's fun. Damn, the adrenaline, the adrenaline, and that has to be crazy, bro. It is. There's a, uh, and uh, uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm not ashamed of it. I mean, straight up, it's it's a scary job, dude. And it, it stayed scary for a while. I mean, each deployment when I was doing it, being gone for about seven months at a time. The first few months, you know, it it gets a little bit less uh, adrenaline, and then it gets to a point to where you're not scared at all for the you know the next four months, pretty much doing it. Isn't that amazing? Like the way the human body works, like you can it, you can literally get used to anything, even yeah. disarming bombs, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. That's insane. That is good, insane. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit um, about boot camp. We'll, we'll go back here, back in time. So you enlisted, you know, you wanted to be calm, you wanted to go to war, right? <laughs> it just looks, you just like. Uh, of course, I'm looking at him. Like, <laughs> tattoo he's got on his arm. <laughs> so, um, so you, do you go to the Padres games? Or you get bit by sand fleas. <laughs> <laughs> sand fleas. Okay. Sand okay. Fleas. Me too. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Okay. <laughs> uh, went in. Um, James. So sand that, fleas, dude. We went to sand fleas too. That, so, I'm so confused. <clears throat> he knows what I'm talking about. Sand fleas are so. There's two people, two places where you go to boot camp. Yeah. So West Coast Marines, they go to um, fucking San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. So it's like a vacation. That's a Padres game, too. See, yeah, we make fun there. of them because they get to go to Padres games during boot camp. And they probably don't enjoy it because I think they're, <laughs> I think they're sitting there at attention. Probably, yeah. Probably yeah. like a parade dress. They'll probably get their asses chewed before and yeah. after. and no, Not during. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But then you go to, I say sand fleas because you go to Paris Island, South Carolina, you get bitten by sand fleas a lot. Yeah, so. and it's it's miserable. And then the worst thing is when you have to, like, stay so you can't move at all. But they're just picking yeah. at you, biting you. and then you Well, just, they need to eat, too. Yeah, you're right. They gotta eat. You gotta <laughs> let them eat. I'm right. I'm master sergeant. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Dog. You're right. It's so it's crazy. Like thinking about that now, because like me, like I said, I got I was a corporal, like E4, you know, and he's all the way in E8. This is like, like I mean, at the time, if I was enlisted in the Marine Corps, and then like this is your dad. Yeah, same, yeah <laughs> that is, that's, that's like my that's like my my grandfather. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so I guess like so from like where you're at, like how many more like I guess like stages is there above you? Uh well on the enlisted side there's one more. And and I, I would have seen it. Like I I confident that I would have. I never even got viewed for it, but but I had to stay in longer. I'd probably be at least being viewed for one now for E nine, Master yeah. Guns. But and uh there's some good jobs uh, in EOD for as a master guns, but uh you know, the reason are just I just time for me to get out. Your retirement paperwork, they ask you, it's very simple to fill out. They say, why are you deciding to exit the Marine Corps? Or why are you getting out? Or why are you retiring? Whatever they ask. And I just put, because it's time. Damn. That was my Can't answer. argue with that. And they accepted it. Yeah. They Can't argue with that, man. No, they didn't say a thing. And I want, they probably see that in a lot of people. Because it's time. And man, when it's time to get out, it's time to get out. Right. I started getting really disgruntled at the end. So yeah, plus the job you have, man, just going out there every day, not knowing that you're gonna like live or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Only describe it like me driving my girlfriend in the car, dude. Never know. <laughs> yeah, might yeah, not make it know. home, dude. <laughs> well, so I mean, like, uh, like right now, noticing like you got you got more tattoos and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I've got three tattoos in the last few months. Like I had an armband here. This one looks fresh. It's and cool. yeah, this this is all. This is about a month old, and this is like a week old. Right. So I'm just getting this this armband covered up with actually it's the EOD tattoo. <laughs> There's the EOD badge up there. Oh, damn. There's a 
That's the typical position you'll, you'll be in when you're actually disarming an IED. You're just taking a knee right. and getting down because they're always buried or almost always buried, you know, and you're uncovering but you them. You actually have a picture on Facebook about yeah. it. It's right here, actually. Yeah. I took a screenshot of yeah. this up there. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you got your general. These are like the NATO symbols. You got your general danger sign. Uh, you got your uh, biohazard. You got your chemical weapon right here. Damn. And you got your radiological or nuclear right here. What's a, what's a, what's the difference between a biohazard and uh and a radi in uh in the other one? Bio a biohazard <laughs> would be yeah, yeah. the other one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Radio, radio, man, radio. Yeah, radio. <laughs> biohazard just be like a um like anthrax, for example. The letter bombs, uh, those things that were sent. And then uh this radiological would be like a nuclear. You know, whether it's a nuclear bomb or a dirty bomb or or Radioactive material kind of threats. Dirty bombs aren't the same chicks at Tenoch. Yeah, just yeah. to let you know, man. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> but man, also too, like I noticed, like you got a little beef here too, like you got some muscle on oh, you. Thanks, man. Yeah, like uh, from, from the last time I saw you. No, suck him off, George. No, 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 no. Like, pull your dick down. Let no. him suck your dick, dude. Go no, ahead. I thought this was the castle. <laughs> 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 no, because it's, it's funny because like we used to work together at, at some disclosed place, disclosed yeah. location, uh, but. Yeah, like we always talked about like working out and stuff. At the time, I was yeah. working out too, yeah. and uh, yeah, I mean, I just fucking just gave up on it. I try to stay, man. I just try to keep going. But uh, yeah. but yeah, there was there's one random that one random time you're like, hey man, uh, what are you doing today? Yeah, just yeah. one random day. He's like, you want to go to a bodybuilding competition in Chattanooga somewhere? Yeah, and man. I was like, I had tickets. I had yeah. tickets to the uh, uh, I can't remember which word. They're, they're amateur trying to go pro. It was a really good show, and I well, I knew a chick that was going. One's kind of wanted to see her in bikini, so oh, um, yeah. I bought tickets to go, and then the the one of my friends that was going to go with me canceled, so I tried calling George, but he just blew me off. Yeah, I wow. think so. Like you're not important enough. Wow. I was literally, we we're literally doing this that day. Dude, that, uh, the like the mental like fucking like dedication it takes to be a bodybuilder is insane. Yeah. Dude. Like I saw like yeah. the, the Kai Green, the dude with the giant yeah. braid. Yeah, and he was like, "Man, I haven't I have not ate out like at a restaurant something that was not yeah. like a meal prep." Yeah. In like over ten years, bro. Yeah, it's That's it's insane. crazy dedication, man. I'm I follow Kai Green too, man. Yeah. On, on Facebook, yeah, he's he's good. And I think a lot of people that are like those that I'm like, oh, steroids, steroids, steroids. I'm like, bro, you like, yeah, obviously on steroids, yeah, yeah. but it's so much fucking more than that. Yeah, it's not like you just do steroids and then no, automatically you're yeah, yeah, you get abs and you like huge, bro. Yeah. They work you out look, like you can't look like this without some work, boys. Yeah, they, they, yeah. those guys work yeah. hard, man. No, they, you yeah. probably can't actually. Yeah, yeah no, they, I mean, the, the, they eat probably like eight times a day, yep. work out for like hours. They don't enjoy anything to eat. They're no, so tired. Yeah. They just well, chew no. and swallow, man. Chicken all the time or oats and rice. God. Rice, man, just all the time. Yeah. God, yeah. Terrible. So, how was your uh, boot camp experience? They uh, beat you up in 99? Uh, That's when you went in? They, 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 uh, let's see. Statue of Limitation. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there, there were some couple kids that I think got beat up that that kind of deserved it. Yeah. Well, most didn't of the time, see it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there there were some there was some of that going on. But it, there was no point in randomly just doing that, you know. No, they you just wake up and there's like you and they just fucking they jump you. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bunch of motherfuckers just pointing at you. <laughs> no one, no one ever beat me. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, this, uh, it didn't happen to me, but I think it happened. To a couple kids got their asses whooped a little bit by drill structures and shit. Well, you know, they you know they probably had them like doing jumping jacks, and then the drill instructor walked into them. Ah. <laughs> then you assaulted me. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt if some of that went on, but no, I didn't see any of that. But uh, I remember just to be like dickheads. They would yeah. like 
just like they would like be yelling and they would just spit right in yeah, my yeah. face. They were like words that didn't even have like an S. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you like how do you spit? No when S, you're... no P, and you're still spitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah. how the fuck do you spit when you're saying fucking hi, dude? Like, Man, it's like those dudes mm-hmm. are legitimately angry. It's not a show. <laughs> They're pissed off. Dude, their job is t- it's it's a rough job. Being it a is a rough job. I'd never want to do that. But and, they're, and they're stuck there with you the three months, too, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always the same drill. They don't, like, leave, and then another one comes no, in, right? No, It's, like, the same three or four dudes. Yeah. They might with, rotate out, I but... I think it's, like... How, I can't remember how many's in the platoon. Like, 50? Fuck load. It's, like, 50 or 60, something yeah, like that. something like that. Yeah. And they're with you the whole time. Like, they, they, they do mold you, man. Like, Marine Corps boot camp, like... There will be a change in you by the time you get out of there yeah. in that, that 13 weeks. Yeah. Sure. See, David, he's a Marine. The guy was yeah. in here. Make <laughs> <laughs> a fucking drug out of here. They changed you already. Back. <laughs> Did you see his sunglasses? He has Lady Gaga sunglasses. He wears them everywhere. Oh, that dude is uh, yeah, he's out of control. <laughs> no, but they, oh. and the, you can't even talk like in first. You have to talk in third person. Yeah, this recruit, that recruit. That's and it's the weirdest thing going tra- transition from that and then going like trying to talk normal. Yeah, yeah. you're like oh, this marine request. I'm like, yeah, talk like a normal fucking person, but it's hard. My son, my son's marine. Oh, really? Yeah, he's he's 22. Yeah, he's a marine. Um. Uh, and like, for example, like mail, when you get mail, they hand you your mail. And if it's any kind of package, they, they, they make you open it up in front of them because you're not allowed to have any contraband, as they call it, cigarettes or food or anything like that. So I sent him a glitter bomb. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. It was little dicks. It was little, little glitter cockballs, okay? God, literally. Oh, that is and, awesome. Uh, and when he opens it up, it's spring-loaded and just shot dicks everywhere. <laughs> And there was a note in there, and it just said "push." <laughs> and yeah, he got slaughtered. Oh god, he got slaughtered. It's fucking hilarious. Oh my god! So, so you, you basically just started just to fuck with him because you knew what was gonna happen. Oh yeah, that's oh, funny, yeah. man. Oh, Holy shit! Man, so like, so like you you saying you went in '99? Yeah. Like, do you think like how how much has it changed from like '99 to like now? Like your your son's in it. And yeah, stuff. so I talked to him about it. Some things have changed a little bit. Um, I don't know if it's for the better or for the worse, but uh, like, like when I went, you didn't. You, we I was starving the whole time. Like they're still hungry; they don't get to eat much. But one of the hardest things was we got like sixty seconds to eat every meal. You know, everybody would sit down and they would say go, and you would eat like a wild animal and try to get your food down. And then uh, when you had ten seconds left, they'd tell you you had ten seconds left, and then you get up and go throw the rest of your food away. And the reason they tell you you had ten seconds left because you want to take another bite because when you're in uniform, you're not allowed to chew while you're walking. So you had to chew that up and swallow. So when they said 10 seconds, that was your last bite. You can't chew while you're walking? Can't no, you chew can't while you're walking. You no can't gum. put your hands in your pockets. No. Can't be on your phone while you're walking. No, in uniform. No, no. Y'all got phones? Yeah. Well, not, I mean, not, not in boot camp, but like, yeah, you know, when you get out. There. like, yeah, yeah. Oh, those Padres. Those Padres. Yeah, yeah. Those, 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 see, the West Coast Marines yeah, might have. Yeah. God, I don't suckers. know, man, because the recruiters at the mall when I used to work at Full Locker, the motherfuckers, I'm pretty sure they used to chew gum and be on their phone. They and probably shit. were. Yeah, They're recruiters, man. When there's no nobody around to correct you, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. And no one knows. And it, yeah. Besides, it, yeah, yeah, they're on the phone. They get away with it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. You said your son, you said uh, back then you couldn't do none of this stuff. Uh, you were eating in a minute. He had a minute to eat and all that. Yeah. He, yeah. So he got, the, I talked to him about that because to me, that was one of the, that was one thing that just pissed me off every day. I never got to finish my food because I was hungry. He, they got time for them to eat. Because I, I, I warned him about that. I was like, look, you ain't going to get to eat while you're there. But he told me like they they gave him like you know probably like four minutes or something adequate time to actually eat your food quickly. Yeah. Uh, so I mean there I think there's minor changes, but mo- most part is pretty much the same. 
I think. You know? Yeah, overall. They live in the same barracks. They have the same schedule. <laughs> the same, exactly. They got their asses full, beat up all the time. Full know? metal jacket, the exact yep. same, exactly yep. what it looks like. <laughs> yep. Legit. Yeah. Don told me a story, man, that suppose if you're not on time and the Marines, dude, the, <laughs> oh, yeah. the drill ch- sergeant will go take a flight to wherever your wife is and then fuck her and, send you, and, and then come back. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. yeah. That's what he told well, me. Fuck your wife. Yeah, he, yeah. Said, he, said he, he said he knew a guy. He said yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Got a, he got the first plane <laughs> to Seattle yeah. just because this guy was five minutes late yeah. and fucked his wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's normal. Yeah. <laughs> just classic shit, now, now, it's nice to know where our fucking tax dollars are going. <laughs> All these fucking yeah. flights, man. You gotta teach people lessons, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, my bad. Go ahead. No. So, like, the hurt, the hurt locker. Like, yeah. is that, like, a, an actual, like, is that how it is, or is it... No. It's, like, just Hollywood no, shit. That, that movie on a, on, a, on a technical level was very off, and that pissed me <laughs> off and made me not like the movie. But then, later on, I got to thinking about it, like, months later on, and it was actually a pretty good movie. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't need to be technically right, you know? Yeah. I don't want my procedures out there of what I actually do. To yeah. be put out there, so there's a lot of technical things that were wrong, but I think the movie itself was was really good. So past the EOD stuff, you know, you got a guy that just goes and does a dangerous job, and probably sees a lot of his buddies die, and then he just keeps going and he volunteers and keeps going back, and uh, just doesn't stop. I mean that that part of the movie I think was pretty good if you look at it from that perspective, right? You know, so a lot of people like the movie, um, but he doesn't stop EOD. for what because eventually he wants to get it wrong and. No, not because he wants to. I mean, eventually you will. You can only roll that die so many times. Yeah. You know, like uh, some of the people I know that died were very, very good at their job. But uh, they just did it so many times. It's eventually going to get you. Yeah. You know? Like there's there's a, there's skill involved, but there's also like luck. And plus, like, like especially like when these motherfuckers know like people are trained to do this. They probably set like booby traps oh, and yeah. all kinds of shit in oh, there yeah. so you're like, good. Oh, yeah. The last deployment I was on in, in Sangin. Uh, second Afghanistan, I mean, booby traps all the time, man. Like, they that was like just normal. Like, they put an ID in the ground that you step on. And, well, guess what? They're going to booby trap it too for when you, you know, try to disarm it. And I'm not going to go into what those were, but yeah. Yeah, they're, they're watching you. They know what you do. They know what your procedures are. And they try to get you, they try to kill the, the guy that's defusing their bombs. So, so, how was it um, after boot camp going to your first, um, well, you went to school first. How was your, uh, your school? Oh, EOD school or EOD, uh, well, just artillery school, and then from there, man, that was a long time ago. Don't even. I was just a nervous, I was a nervous, scared new marine, like high and tight. I get yelled at all the time, like, man, why are everybody still yelling at me? I'm at a boot camp. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, artillery school first, and uh, man, that's that was over 20 years ago now. Um, I don't even remember much of that. Remember, man, we ran a lot there. Um, EOD school though, I remember that one. That's pretty fresh. That so then, so EOD school. So what made you want to do go go to EOD like school? Uh, well, just didn't feel like I was. Uh, I wanted to be more involved, more hands on involved in the war. Okay, I wanted to do Dang, more. You than talk I was about doing. fucking hands on. That's yeah. We get much more hands on than, than that. Yeah. That and they were hiring. <laughs> that and they were hiring. Yeah. Get hands on with you yeah. right now, dog. I'll pull that fucking nose piercing off. My <laughs> uh, no, I know. Like we we've talked before about some stuff. Yeah. And uh, like I had asked you one time if you've uh, like ever been like blown up or yeah. like yeah. something detonated in front of you or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've had uh, I've had detonation. I've had I've been around a lot of detonations, like a lot. Uh, I've been knocked out a few times. Can you hear anything, dog? I can. Uh, I mean, I've got I've got tinnitus. Hell yeah, ten um, yeah. percent right there, baby. I've got some, you know, ringing in the ears, and 
uh, it's not good for your head to get knocked out a lot. Get uh, concussions, man. Yeah. So, no. we get, so we get knocked. So the blows were just knocking you out. Yeah, man. It's no, a, no one's when, blowing them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe now. It doesn't knock me out. Maybe a cigarette and a nap. He's like, hey, somebody's blowing me, right? But yeah, man, you got man. It's it's a rapid. It's a rapid uh, release of gases. I mean, it, it's pushing the air out is what it's doing. And uh, when the air is moving that fast, dude, it, you know, it's a shockwave that hits you. Yeah. And I've been actually knocked unconscious a few times. But uh, even besides those few times, I mean, just getting hit by a lot of blasts. So Damn, that would like the most grateful, like, waking up ever. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm still alive. Oh, dude. Yeah. Or <clears throat> like when you're cutting a wire by hand. And you go. Oh, oh come on. I'm going to Call my grandma right now. <laughs> I'm going to tell her I love her right well, now. I know I said I was going to start going to church. But maybe, maybe, maybe next week. Maybe next week. So you were you were um, enlisted during 9-11. Yeah. How was that? Uh, man, that was crazy. So were you ever at Camp Lejeune? Mm-hmm. You know Camp Lejeune? All right. So um, I was an artillery at the time. It was a normal day. We weren't in the field. So what were we doing? Not much of anything. Just sitting around, shot wrestling. Barracks. Like, I don't know, hazing <laughs> yeah. each other, yeah, right. having a good time, peeing each other's sinks. Yeah, stuff like that, you know. And um, somebody said, "Hey, look, turn on the radio." So we, the first tower had been hit, and then down the hallway, somebody had a TV with actually like the rabbit ears or whatever. You know, God, you old as fuck. And, <laughs> and we went down there, and some I actually, guy came in a horse with like letters. <laughs> well, speaking of that, speaking Al Qaeda's coming. Al Qaeda's coming. <laughs> speaking of that, we had a, our first episode uh, this season, which is the second season we've had it. So it's like yeah. we're going on the second year. But uh, he was he was a young guy, young yeah. guy. He's probably like eighteen, nineteen. Really nice dude. We asked him uh, if he knew what a VHS was. Oh yeah, yeah. He had no idea. No, he's like, I think I got one. You like put headphones in it, right? He's like, what app is that? Yeah, (laughs) and I was just like, what? But yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. But you can go back to your story. All right, yeah, man. So it was crazy, and man, it it didn't take thirty minutes. Like they didn't wait for orders to come down from the top. Uh, It was just the whole base. They're like, everyone, go home right now. Get everything you were ever issued and get back to base. So I left base. I, went, I lived on base housing, but I had to leave the main gate to get to my house. I went home and just grabbed all my stuff and threw it in my car and started driving back to base. But by then, we we're on like, you know, ThreatCon Delta or whatever, and they're searching all vehicles coming back into base. So it took me like four hours to get back on the base because wow. now they're searching everyone's vehicle and everyone just went home and got everything they own. So they had to do all that. And then uh, we get back to base. And I didn't leave for over a month. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're everybody was on, you know, some kind of alert you know and let's put it this way i didn't get to leave for a month so i was on a certain kind of alert while i was there on base and everybody else was on alerts and there was different posts all over base and you know it was very extra fire watches extra oh, guards yeah. Every, extra yeah, duty oh, yeah man yeah people yeah. forget it wasn't only land at 11 and the pentagon got hit and like yeah. a bunch of shit got hit yeah. too so then everywhere was paranoid military yeah. bases there everybody yeah. was paranoid yeah. about yeah. it so it, it was crazy man it was crazy for a while and then we went to war you know so then how was that whenever like that being told george w bush yeah. Weapons of mass destruction. We're going over there. Uh, yellow cake. Yellow they got cake. yellow cake. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about that? What about that specifically? How how was that? Like whenever you finally heard, I'm like, yo, we're like, I mean, everybody was happy. But it wasn't. It wasn't just you know, it wasn't just the military. Like the whole nation was happy, man. 
Like we're gonna go get some revenge. We're it, gonna it go felt like those like, people up. One yeah. of the last times that America was like united, you know, yeah. like it was after that. Well, thing. I mean, there was American flags hanging all over the country everywhere yeah. after that happened. I mean, yeah. everywhere American flags everywhere, and uh, you know, everybody's on the same page. Everybody. And then, you know, just you, you could just say a lot of it, man. Just just politics, man. We just tear each other back up. Yeah, we just tear each other back up again. Absolutely. So, so then your first deployment was it while you were in artillery? Yeah. So how was that? And where'd you, where'd you go? Yeah, so my first deployment, man, it kind of sucked. I wasn't very happy with it. You'll see why I went to EOD. My first deployment, I was on a uh, a cruise, so I was on a Navy ship. A mute? Yeah. Hell yeah. And I sit in the Persian Gulf, man, and we had TV there, and I watched the war happen on the news. Oh, wow. And I'm sitting there, like, every day being told we're leaving tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, we're... we're and that nothing, happened. That was not, a 10-month 10 10 month float, man. Every day was... A, Tomorrow we're leaving. We're going to war, boys. Be ready. Because that's what they need to tell us to keep us ready. Right. We never left, man. I mean, so we just... just sitting off on the off in on ship. Yeah. What was the Ten point? Months. What was the point of that? So when you're when you're on a MU, uh Marine Expeditionary Unit, you're you're like a reserve force. So if anything happens anywhere, you can get there quick and act. Uh... So we ended up being used because they had the Civil War going on. So honestly, on. you could have just been at home for team months. Yeah. Ten months and it wouldn't Well, no, I mean we did stuff. Like the uh, civil war broke out in Liberia, which was saving grace because it got us out of the Persian Gulf, and we went down there and flew into Liberia and and took over the airport, and that was pretty cool. And the civil war stopped when we showed up. They're like, "Yeah, we're not fighting." No, no, we good. We good. You got Yeah, you got They took over the airport like in one day, so we're done. And I think it pretty much ended that civil war. Yeah, shut up when you end the Civil War in one day, dude. Yeah, yeah it's because 150 Marines landed. That's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's up. Yeah. There was 200 of us. They're like, yeah. It's 150 it was, people it was, in that country, dude. Yeah, yeah, this war's over, man. But, you know, and we did some other things, too. But that, that's that's what a MU does. It's not their job to go fight wars, really. It's mm-hmm. to go be a quick reaction force when, when bad things happen in that region of the world. So we were used properly, but it really sucked at the, at the beginning, like like sitting there and watching that war happen. Especially when it was like, when it was first going on. Mm-hmm. That was the, the craziest fucking yep. thing, the craziest fucking time. Yeah. And then I went back, that was in 03, then I went back in 05 and still wasn't happy. And then uh, with my, you know, participation, and that's why I went to EOD. Same thing, another, another Mew? No, I, I, I was on land, but, you know, I stayed on base. Yeah, and just, yeah. I was in artillery. You can stay on base in artillery. And, right. And I was just like, you know what? I want to get out there. And that's why, you know, I joined EOD. And uh, when you're on EOD, man, you're you're out there, dude. Like, most of the time, I was just attached <laughs> to the infantry. Yeah. That's, so how was the doing. how was the schooling for that? EOD? Yes. It's really hard. I, fought, I bet. I'm I telling bet. you, man, it's hard. People, a lot of people fell out of it? Very high failure rate. Wow. Um, and the other services have a much higher failure rate in the Marine Corps because they let new people in. They let like people straight out of boot camp go to EOD school. They don't understand what they're getting into. They don't oh, have to do that job. Fuck no. But the like the other the Army and the Air Force do that, yeah. and the Navy does to a certain extent, and the Marine Corps doesn't. So you know we vet our guys properly first. So we have, I think it's probably around a ninety percent pass rate. Where the Army, I think, is like a fifty percent or sixty percent failure rate. Damn. It's just in contrast there, but they're willing to spend the money for that, and the Marine Corps is not. They're like, no, we're screening these dudes first, right? But we have a high uh, pass rate because of that, and uh, it's a really hard school. It's it, it's really easy to fail. Like it's so easy to fail. There's so many things to remember. Uh, it's just easy school to fail, but it's, it's remembering just like. Like we were saying, why is the cutter just certain explosives? Like what to do for certain? There's so much, man. It's like the whole scenario, the whole situation around you. Like you have so many safeties that you have to remember, and you have to like, 
you have a lot of safeties that you have to remember. You have a lot of potential threats that you have to remember and things to counter those threats. It's not simply walking down and cutting the right wire. Mm-hmm. It's the whole scenario that you have to do everything right to make sure that you've taken every precaution that you can to get down there to do your job safely and blow it up safely and then get back. And then you have to type reports to make sure your reports are accurate. So there's just a lot that goes into it. So it's, it's really easy to fail, even if it's not real hard, because you get a simple problem. Yeah. I get a hand grenade that I got to stick a pan in, right? Or something, but it's, there's still room to fail on a simple job. So you have to like write up reports about every, pretty much every like thing it, he does arm. The, everything. There's, there's always reports <clears throat> at the end of the day. Uh, even in, even in like Afghanistan, I had a laptop that didn't come with me, but when, you know, I was in my tent when I got back and, you know, and, we had to record everything. Everything has to be documented. So, so like detailed, or you just like shit blew Pretty up. Pretty good detail. Shit man. didn't blow up. Pretty good detail. <laughs> shit blew up. Shit didn't. Blow up. <laughs> I mean, talking about things that are hard, man. You ever gone axe throwing, dude? Well, you know what? I haven't done it at one of uh, one of those axe throwing places. I've done it at trees, and it's fun. Oh, we actually got. You know, we need to go. Big Zach's. Check out <laughs> our sponsor. Right. Stanley Oni boys here. Everyone that throws some axes, do you live in the Northwest Georgia area? Or right here in Don Georgia, we have big axe throwing. At Big Zax, you can bring all your family and friends and throw axes. You can even play Jenga like my boy Don right here. Hey, Don from Stanley Oni boys. Here at Big Zax, we're better known, better and friendly. Nothing like having a couple beers, throwing a couple axes with your friends. Is that right, Oh, hey, it's Griffin. And when you hear your first bullseye here at Big Zach's, you get Viking dub, and you get a picture go on the wall. And we also have seasonal leagues where people can come out and participate in an eight-week league event for a chance to win some medals and, and uh, medallions. So make sure you come check them out at 825. Check them out. We're just not a business. We're a family. I saw. Right there. But we do got a sponsor, though. This is Big X. Yeah. So you go, if you go, tell them we send you, dude. They'll give you 15% off, dude. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then involved? you also get a, yeah, you get a military discount, too. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually uh, another uh, Marine owns it, too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah shout out to Big Rock one time, gang gang. So we, we leaving all this in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. That was great, then. You got to pee or anything? Uh, no, I just did. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good? You want another beer? Great. I've been, yeah, uh, I'll grab one off the table. In a minute, I'm gonna meet one of the. Already cores. grabbed one. There's a, probably more cores up in there. It's cool, man. I'm, I'm not particular to cores. Oh, really? Yeah, man. You just don't have Yingling, all right? Oh, Bro, I've never heard of Yingling until I joined the Marine Corps. Have you drank it? Yeah, of course I've. It's America's know. oldest brewery. It's really good. I like. I've never seen some dude from Pittsburgh. He's like, yeah. "Hey, you need to try a Yingling, eh?" Yeah. Okay, 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 like okay, okay. Mexican is. Yeah. Like, why is it? I don't know. That was, yeah. that was my. Why, why does this dude from Pittsburgh sound like a cholo from fucking that LA, Ireland? Dude. That was my. That was my Pittsburgh. A cholo from Ireland. Yeah, fool. My parents from Ireland, fool. But you know, I grew up here in East LA, fool. <laughs> well, yeah, but no, yeah, never, never try to touch with the Marine Corps. Also, never kissed a man touch with the Marine Corps. So, <laughs> did a lot of things. There you go, man. So then, after Leo, um, they, they say their service is not done until you kiss a man. Honestly, it's true. It's true. <laughs> so, uh, so you go straight to a unit after that. How does that work? You get assigned to where do you go? Like, uh, there's there's uh, an EOD. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's different. There's there's like the there's 
there's EOD company where more people go to, and then there's other smaller units too. It's just uh, who you're supporting. Uh, usually, I would just I was with my unit, but when I deploy, I would attach to the infantry. You know, so really, when you was a unit, you didn't do anything whenever you were overseas. Then, not as a unit, you don't. Really. Not as a unit, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you just went off with the. You go support people that need to be supported. So you know, people that are out doing things with the people that need support. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you're supporting whoever's out there. What um uh, infantry battalion or company, whatever you're with? See, I worked with go two two uh, a couple times or a few times. One five, f- three seven, I think. One eight and one six. Okay, so was this all in Lejeune? Some of those, some of those were out of uh, California. Yeah, right. Because I, I feel like one seven's out of uh, Pendleton. Or, yeah, the odd, um, out of the, the odd numbers are West Coasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, they went probably went to Padres game, but uh, <laughs> you know I, I supported um, you know much different infantry units basically. So whenever you um, after you graduated EOD school, what rank were you? Uh, I was at E six. Most E6. people six. Most people are E fives. Uh, almost everybody's E five, but I had a very extended stay down at school. Wow. Yeah. It, not academic reasons or anything, or legal problems. <laughs> it was just... Um, Sounds like there was some legal problems right there. I was just... The security and clearances, sometimes uh, those processes get delayed. Right. And I think that I, I went there, and there was a me and a few other dudes that had some just long delays. No one could tell us why. And it wasn't, it wasn't anything in our history. It was just... I don't know. Our paperwork got stuck at the bottom of the stack or something. Anyway, we got through it, and I got to graduate. But I was at school for 13 months. <laughs> a, yeah, so as a staff. When, you were, you, when you were yeah. waiting, were you, like, thinking, like, a little bit in the back of your head, like, they might come get me and turn me into Captain America? <laughs> um, I'm still waiting for that to happen. You know? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm still waiting. <laughs> That's the only reason I would join the military. Yeah. <laughs> Captain America? Yeah. yeah. Uh, might, have remember, take, <laughs> might have to take your nose ring out though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember the, fir- the first one? They like picked like the skinniest, scrawniest dude yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's that's, that could be me, forward. dude. That could be me. So a couple, a couple pictures you got on like on Facebook and stuff. Like you're holding a rocket launcher on a couple of them. Am I? Yeah. So there's, what am I wearing? There's one. There's a question. You're wearing I, this. It's right here. The picture. Oh, there's two. There's like two or three. Yeah. One like you're out. It looks like you're out in Afghanistan, but it doesn't have a rocket in it. It's yeah. just a launcher. Part. Is it me and some other dudes? Yeah. Yeah. This is us screwing around. So I think I was the only one with a fake weapon. <laughs> well, mine wasn't fake. Mine wasn't loaded or yeah. heavy built. Just yeah. like the, the shell. Yeah, yeah. PG seven RPG seven launcher. Yeah, and I don't think nobody a, blames. I think nobody. Nobody's like, look at this pussy without yeah. the without yeah. the yeah. Yeah. Like, like, RPG loaded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then like it was you with like a red blazer and like blue pants. That was a Christmas party. Uh, yeah, that like, was an office Christmas party. So of course he's gonna bring his fucking rock along, so, George. Yeah, because we have those. Those are a nerded, nerded ordinance. So we have all kind of stuff that we've taken apart, taking the explosives out and put them back together. Because like somebody else had like a big ass like machine gun. Yeah, too. my my buddy James. Yeah, yeah, yeah James, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I had a flamethrower in one of those too, or something. I don't. I don't think I. Saw fucking what? You guys got yeah. an issue flamethrower? Is it Vietnam? <laughs> we got him. I mean, yeah. holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. Yeah, EOD shop man. They have a lot of they have a lot of cool stuff. That must be the worst way to die, right? Flamethrower, probably. Yeah. Well, like top I'm five just for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it's almost better dying. Like if you make it out of that, it's just like it's better to get blown up or shot than yeah. get hit by a flamethrower. Yeah, for sure. what would be worse though? Like you getting hit with the flamethrower, or you having the flamethrower and getting shot in the back, and the flamethrower blows up. That might be quicker death wow. if it blows up on you. Maybe probably. Yeah, Hopefully. probably so. Because I always sit in the movies and like they always shoot it and like they just see the dude running around, yeah. and, like going crazy and just yeah. 
Probably. I mean, yeah, you also see like shit blow up behind people in movies, and there's like literally like two <laughs> feet away, and they're just walking like a fucking badass. Like yeah, that motherfucker would have been blown too. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, one time I I had gotten wet the day before. I was in a creek, and Jeez. my uh, my fuse had gotten wet, and I tried to I tried to blow up this this these explosives, and it didn't work because my fuse was wet. Like I remember, I was like I was, in, I was in a creek yesterday, so I went to cut some off, and like an idiot. Instead of cutting like a few inches back, I cut it like a few inches till the end. I'm like, man, I'm stupid. Why did I do this? So I call my buddy. I'm like, hey, Chris, come here. So you got a lighter, man, because he smoked. So I lit it with a torch lighter, and we're like walking off. And I thought it was going to be like this five-pound explosion because it was a, you know, the the jug was a five-pound jug. I know what the jug was. Everything's buried, but I could see the jug. Well, underneath that five-pound jug was a 40-pound jug, and I didn't know about it. Wow. So I'm expecting this little explosion behind me. I'm like, no big deal. Just walking back and do this. Boom! It almost knocked me out, and I couldn't hear. I couldn't think straight. Nothing. And I just went back and told the squad leader. I was like, "Hey, take us back to base on the safest possible route. I cannot disarm anything else today. <laughs> just get me back home, man." He's like, "All right, we're going to this field." <laughs> so you have a guy whose job is just to drive you there, and then we were on foot. We were walking. Uh, we walk around. But I told because you know you you can purposely take like what you think is going to be safer routes or more dangerous routes. You can't and, always take the safest routes. And, and can you like explain to us what is what would make a, a route look safer than not safe? What well, is that? How do you determine a safe route? You see a lot of graffiti. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> it, don't man. do it, dude. That's it. <laughs> um, if you see a guy selling ice cream with a little like, buzz, like <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this, or Griffin. Let me ask you this. All, <laughs> all right. right. If you have a if you have a field where it's freshly plowed, where they're growing crops, or you have a footpath. That is meant for walking on. Which one's probably safer in this situation? <laughs> da, 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 probably da. the field of crops. There you go, because it's hard to target you in a random field, right? Yeah. That footpath, though, man. You know. Good job, man. Good job. Good you. job. I always, I always knew you were winning at the military. Uh, <laughs> game, military expert right here. <laughs> there you go. He's <laughs> in a contract. Give him a bomb to this arm. Nope. I don't want to do that. <laughs> so how was the, how was your first deployment as EOD? Um, it was really busy, man. I I got lucky that every one of them is EOD. I got to go to really busy places. So, um, I just stayed busy. I mean, I was out every day running around with the infantry. You do it. You you know, I'm not a grunt. I'm not an infantryman. But I went out every day and did everything the infantry did with them. And then uh, whenever they would find or potentially find something dangerous, I would just come up and deal with it. So they went on like what, what like just patrols, raids, or foot patrols, foot raids, patrols, you know, patrols. you know, everything. Mm-hmm. Planned raids, normal patrols. Uh, I mean, sometimes, sometimes in the Marine Corps, you go out and your job is to go pick a fight. Like it's almost just like today you're going to go to this area. There's bad guys there. Go try to pick a fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, go try to kill bad guys this day. And some days, you know, it's go to this town and talk to this dude. You know maybe he's he's a dude of influence and we want to help him out you yeah know? let's go let's go talk to him see what yeah. he needs village elder or something yeah yeah let's go see how this right. village is doing is there anything we can do yeah. for his village you know uh so there's there's a lot of different things you'll do day to day and I, I would just go out with them and usually i would just look at who's going to the highest threat areas and just try to go with those people every day so like, like being with them like you're still like say if they were gonna firefight you're like mm-hmm. you're still right there next to them oh like, yeah i'm in the firefight at it yeah and it's not just like, oh, you're in the bag because like they need you more or anything. Nah, I wouldn't put them in the bag either. You got you to place yourself where you think you're going to be needed most likely. Uh, 
because we're limited. You know, EOD was limited commodity. So, and, you know, there may be like four patrols going out a day out of this one little bitty base of, you know, 40 dudes. But, um, you know, you're going to try to go where you think you're going to be needed the most. Right. Because guess what? You're going to end up there anyway if they need you. Mm-hmm. So if you think they're going to need you down south, don't go on the patrol that's going north. You know, because if they do, you're going to have to draw. You're going to have to walk all the way down south to deal with it. So, so everybody's just walking everywhere. It, uh, certain places you drive, certain places you walk. Yeah. Then with all that shit on YouTube, just like, oh yeah, and that fucking heat. Oh yeah, or the you know what's worse than the heat to me, the cold. cold. Man. The cold. I got so. Tired. No, I tell you, desert gets cold, man. Really? The, it gets so cold. And I got so tired of being cold. Do so you much rather be in the heat than the cold? Yeah, because you can drink water and get used to the heat. You ain't getting used to the cold, man. Fuck. Like when you're when you're out there and it's you're supposed to be out there for six or eight hours, and you the mission changes and you're out there for thirty six, and you got no sleeping bag, but you're not going to. You got no sleeping bag. You don't have enough food, but you'll live without food. And and you know, you got to stay out there and you got to spend the night somewhere with no blanket and it's thirty degrees. It sucks. You cut on your homies, man. You do. You cut you on do. your homies. Never spoon. I went back no. and back plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you scoot closer and closer to each other. Oh, that, Before too long, you're all like up against each other. Well, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's that old core shit because yeah. the, the new core, new spoon. <laughs> I'm hot and sweaty. Like, no. just hold me. No, I was, I was spooning in boot camp, dog. Fucking get with the times, dude. Yeah, just for fun. It wasn't even cold then. So, how was your first um, firefight? Uh, it was, I guess, surreal. I guess a little bit, you know. Is I mean, could you see him? No. Yeah, that's what no. people don't realize. You don't fuck. You can't normally see you don't. Normally you don't see them. Normally you don't see them. You see, you know where they're at. You know the tree line that they're at. They're building. They're firing at you from. You know, and you might see some muzzle flashes, but you got, usually you've got you know you got that building, so you know what windows you're aiming in, or you know it's coming from that tree line and general direction. You got that tree line. Yeah, at night you'll see tracers and stuff, and muzzle flashes easier. But most of the time it's so it's actually it's there. So so it's easier at night. Well. It's easier to see exactly where they are at night. Uh, you may not have never, a reference. You may not have the reference of everything else around you, but where their muzzle flash is, yeah, it's easier at night. And then they use tracers too, like sometimes. And so sometimes it's easier to locate the enemy at night. And, what are, what are tracers exactly? Uh, they're 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 bullets with a uh, sulfur something mixture on them. Basically, they catch on fire as they're flying through there. So really easy to see. It looks like a laser almost. So for a long distance. So it almost looks slow motion, like you can see it moving. If it's, they got if that it's too. If it's beside you, it looks like a laser. But yeah. in the distance, you actually see the bullet traveling. Yeah, like in the movies, you know, like you see like that one random bullet that you always like. I thought we were just fighting movie. dudes in tank tops and flip flops, dude. Well, <laughs> a lot yeah. of do a lot of them. And AK forty sevens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Guns. Actually, you know what? They really like Skechers. Hey, there's yeah. that, that one song, dude. We don't have Skechers as a sponsor because I tell you what, the Taliban really likes Skechers, man. Yeah. <laughs> Stylish sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey man, I see a Skechers <laughs> footprint over here. They're closed, dog. <laughs> you, you ain't even kidding because the farmers didn't wear Skechers, but the Taliban did. Yeah. I'm for real. They get the lighter you, you, about looking at footprints around stuff. Like, man, they wear Skechers. All the Can't time. run flip flops. No, that's true. So, like, have you, like, so like I I have a couple cousins that were in like Afghanistan like one yeah. was like the dude I don't know what it is but like he was on the Humvee with like the machine gun yeah and uh, another one he was just like infantry yeah but um they brought back like a 
bunch of like cool shit from over there, like from money to like guns, like random shit. Dinners. You know? Yeah, just random like pictures of like people decapitated and yeah. shit. But like, have, have you got any like I guess souvenirs people, like that? You have any heads? Like <laughs> seven heads with you? Little shrunken heads. You just put it in drawers. Man, if I had souvenirs, there's no way in hell I'd say it on here. Oh yeah, <laughs> no way. That's I'd good, say it on here. That's good. Because no, I don't. <laughs> So, so I got a grenade, dude. So you want to go get them? Go get them. <laughs> it's actually a fake grenade. We ever um close? I have a blue body. That's what I was yeah. talking about. Yeah. But um, we ever uh like close to close like close to a, a Taliban an enemy? Like I mean, like you could see them like fucking maybe not arms distance, but uh yeah, not arms distance, but pretty close. Um yeah, there's this there's this one time, man, where we it was one of those things where we were going to say, could you? Joe Griffin, could you? Oh, I need beer. <laughs> let me get one right. too. Let me get that one. Yeah, let me get one too. Let me get one too. So, uh, squad, squad leader, man, he was gonna go. He was gonna go talk to this this like village elder or something. And he was in this big building, and uh, I didn't need to go in there. There's me and a few dudes. We like hung out outside of this building and just hold down security. And uh, radio traffic started coming, and, and they said that. Uh, the Taliban were saying, when they stand up, shoot them. And there's me and like four dudes laying in this field. I'm like, man, they got to be talking about us. And then I see this little head popping around the corner, like not very far in front of us. And I can't, I can't shoot them. I mean, I don't know if it's a kid Need a reason. or if it's a bad guy. You know, he, it's just some kid popping around. I don't see a radio or some, some person. I don't know who, how old they were. But I was like, I can't shoot this guy. I'm pretty sure that's the one, but I, I'm not going to shoot him. Uh, how frustrating is that? It's a, it's it gets frustrating, but you know what, man? Like you can make good judgment calls. If if I saw him on the radio, for example, and they said that someone was radioing that stuff in, that would be maybe a different story, okay? Mm-hmm. But in this case, I could just see his head popping around and stuff, and I I knew it was him, but I couldn't confirm it, so I wasn't going to shoot. Um, and they said when they stand up, shoot him. And uh, the guys exited the building; they exited the other way, and they're calling us, tell us to come back. And I'm like, well, pretty sure we're going to get shot at when we stand up. But uh, I'm like, well, let's just give this a try. And I was like, I'll stand up. And oh I stood my up. God. I was like, hey, guys, nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> and they started shooting at us, man. And they're, they're pretty close. And uh, But I still, I'm not even trying to figure out where they are. We're running, dude, because we're like laying in the field. Yeah. And they're behind this wall and they got bushes and trees and stuff. And uh, running in okay when you when you <laughs> run it are we running in formation or are you just oh we're booking it man just run there's a ditch behind us there's yeah. a ditch like twenty meters behind us like twenty yards behind us that's just tall enough or just deep enough to where we can low crawl through it and they can't shoot us so we all run and like jump into that ditch and we're kind of laughing we can't stick our heads up dude because like this bullets are just pelting all around us and um and uh we start when then I start. I'm like, maybe I can just get on all fours and kind of crawl faster. And I got all fours, and I saw up, and I saw bullets impacting around me. I'm like, nope, I'm getting back down. And then I hear, I hear a frag out, and I'm like, frag out. That means that somebody threw a grenade. Mm-hmm. That's in English. I'm way closer to my buddies than the bad guys are. Close. What the hell are they thinking? Yeah. So I lay down, and I don't hear anything. I pop my head up. As soon as I pop my head up, it explodes. I was like, man, that's really bad. But I didn't get hit by anything. But it explodes like pretty damn close to me. So the closest a grenade ever landed to me was a friend. A friendly grenade. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. The dude's name was Rose. His last name was Rose. Rose. Almost hit me with a grenade. Oh. Oh, no, his first name was Rose. His, his last, last name. name. His last name. His last oh, name was Rose. 
his last name. He almost that was the closest I almost actually got hit by a grenade was that. As a friendly you got to fight him after that? You got no, to. No, right? there wasn't time, dude. Like we got <laughs> we got back up to the road and then they started firing at us from this other place. And and then we started uh individually rushing down the road. So there's like big rocks on the road, this Afghanistan, man. There's like rocks on the side of the road, so like we're you're running one person at a time was like running from rock to rock to rock to rock. And I actually saw something really brave that day. My team leader, actually, uh, the very first guy, because I was about in the middle of them while we're running down the road, actually running towards the enemy at this point in time. But uh, the very first guy says IED, which is a improvised explosive device. There's a bomb, and he points like right beside him. Like he's behind a rock, and he points beside him on the road, says, yells IED. And, I, and you know, in a, one second, I'm thinking, okay, how do I get up there? Okay, I'm going to run down this. There's a little ditch. I'm going to get down there so I can run. Without getting shot, then I'm going to come up and deal with that idea. That one second while I'm thinking of that, my team leader, because I was a team member at that time, my team leader, I just see him running down the road, dude, taking all the fire. Like, everyone's shooting at him. Everybody else is behind cover. He runs down the runs down the road. It's a dirt road. Like, does a power slide on his knees, gets to the IED, disarms it in, like, three seconds. Shit. It wasn't a well-calculated disarming, but kind of obvious, like, okay, I think this is what I need to do, because it was exposed a mm-hmm. little bit, because that dude saw it and pointed it out. But I was like, man, that was really brave. Holy fuck. I was really brave. Like, why didn't I do that? And, you know, you learn from things like that. You learn to think differently. Like, why didn't I do that? And, uh, you know, you see a lot of things like that kind of form your decisions on things that you do later. But, uh, yeah, he was like, I'm not going to let this dude die. And he went and disarmed it like that in the middle of the firefight. That's awesome. So, like, uh, I hear that a lot. Like, even, like, from him, like, talking to him about, like, the time he was in the military and stuff. And, like, you know, I would... What he says is like I would die for my brothers out there. Yeah. So like, do they ingrain that like in your head like throughout boot camp, or is that just like something you pick up being in like war with them? Well, in boot camp, they ingrain kill, not die for your brother so much. It's right. kill, 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 kill. And that's your job is to kill the enemy. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I don't know. I guess that just kind of develops. I guess like yeah. just being in the shit with them the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Like. You know, you gotta, you're gonna take risks to try to keep people alive. So, you know, most, or not everybody won't do it. Most people will. Yeah. I remember so. they, um, I forgot what I was doing. It was in, um, SOY when I was in my, my schooling. I forgot something and it was something stupid. Maybe yeah. like, uh, Oh, fuck, I don't know. It was, it was something dumb, some some gear that I forgot, whatever, right? Yeah. And then I remember like, you know, they did, and I'm like, oh, everybody pull out their blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, Sergeant, I don't have my whatever. I'm like, you stupid motherfucker. I'm like, oh, so what if you forget your fucking rifle? I'm like, Sergeant, I don't think I'll forget my rifles, yeah. right? But you know, then I just yeah. like, what if you forget your, your ammo? What if you forget this? Blah, blah. Is that like, then I'd probably die. You know, what if you forget this in combat? You'll probably, like, I'll probably die. I'm like, yeah. You know what's fucking worse than you probably dying? Your brother to the left and to your right is probably gonna fucking die. Yeah. That's what's fucking worse. Yeah. And they ever like, they just really instill that. Like, that's what's yeah. fucking worse. Yeah. Like, um, like you said, like how you just said it, I'm like, why didn't I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like uh, one of the Jason Durham, that Marine that jumped mm-hmm. off the grenade. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, hearing stories about the people that were there. They're all like, I'm like, yeah, he got to because he, he saw it first. He was, he was the fastest one there. Yeah. Other than the same thing. It just becomes like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I mean, I should, you, I don't know. It's just second nature though. Yeah. Yeah. I think if there's another draft, dude, like we would make it. I feel like there's some pussy ass motherfuckers. Oh man, here, uh, we don't need a draft. Fucking YouTube's and shit. We don't ever need a draft. No way. People will podcast too. Yeah, that, this podcast dude. losers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nerds. People that get fucking pedicures and nose piercings. Yeah. Yeah. Right, man, make rock it. stars do that shit. <laughs> yeah. 
But you don't. You say you don't need a draft because there's so many willing bodies, or you just you don't need. We just don't need man drafting. As a, it's nice having people that are willing to do the job. Yeah. You know, I heard um, volunteers, man. Yeah, because no one like we were talking about earlier. Um, like you know how it's like in some countries, it's mandatory to join the military. Yeah, but. You know, someone's I'm like, oh, do you think you should be mandatory? I'm like, fuck no. I don't want no. someone that's there because they have to be there. Yeah. I mean, well, even the people that voluntarily join, you still have a good percentage of them that be yeah. like, man, I wish I wasn't here. I wish yeah. I didn't do this. Yeah. So imagine if you had a draft and you made everyone do it. You'd have yeah. a high, very high percentage of people that don't want to be there. Yeah. yeah. What's that country? I think it's Israel. Where they, like, yeah. You have to go to the, to the military like four years before you start any they, other career. I think it's two. They do two years of civil service. Whether it's military or something else. I think most of them go to the military. But uh, you have to do two years at least. Uh, I mean, but that way, man, like their entire population is trained. Yeah, even the old people, man, they've yeah. been they've been trained. Like, I feel yeah, like everybody should get like at least like a couple months at least. Yeah, man. yeah. I have three guns in my house. I don't know how to use any of them. Brings them off of music videos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, South Korea's one too. There's actually a Korean zombie. Yeah, he's he's like a UFC fighter. So he had a couple fights. I'm like, fuck, I gotta do my mandatory uh, military service. Oh, wow. So he left for two years. Came then he came back and back to fighting, dog. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Shit, at least it's better than North Korea, dog. <laughs> fuck that place, dog. <laughs> I just saw a fucking documentary about that place, yeah. dude. Holy shit. Up there eating dogs and stuff. <laughs> dogs, man. That they eating fucking ass, dog. So you uh, you have a picture of you in a red, like, red polo. And like Donald Trump standing in front you, of you. George, oh, yeah. George has seen every picture that you have. Yeah, no, I looked Apparently. I looked it up yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but uh so like I guess like explain that a little bit about the whole like, uh, time in the White House. Well, I mean EOD, you'll do you'll do you disarm bombs, okay? And you know how to to do that. And most it's hard to find people who know how to do that. So you'll end up supporting other things sometimes, other than just traditional military jobs. So I've I've met some 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 other people and, and been to other places here in the United States and other places around the world with other people. But uh, it's just a skill set that most people don't have, so it's in demand, so sometimes you'll end up doing other things. So I met President Trump and President Carter and Carter too. Yeah. Even Ooh. Carter. Yeah. I mean after he's you know, well after he's president. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've met him and, and you know, Obama and, and Clintons and you know, I've I've been around some people, but uh it's just uh yeah, not many people have that skill set, so when you and you have that, and you work for the government, you're you're likely to do some other things occasionally and go support other types of missions. So that's crazy. Yeah. You're sitting here with two Mexicans and a Dominican. Who's your favorite? Yeah. Who's your favorite celebrity <laughs> that you've met, dude? I guess uh, counting politicians uh, too. Well, let's just go with. Um, we'll stick with celebrities. Uh, <laughs> well, um, Kyle, Kylo Ren. Oh, the uh, the the fucking Star Wars dude. That yeah, was, so was I, was, I was actually at a yeah. vehicle checkpoint in New York, and um, certain vehicles wow. were allowed to go through, certain weren't. Whatever, it was in the job of EOD. But he pulls up, man, and uh, where he was going, I didn't have to search his vehicle. But I wish I would look. <laughs> I, I, I go looking back, and I was like, "Hey, like, hey, man, nice to see, nice to meet you, man." You so, recognize him instantly? Because I feel like I would oh, not. Yeah. Rec- I feel like I would not recognize that. That dude, he looks pretty. You know, it's hard to How miss. How many him. people look like that guy? Hard to miss. Him. Right. Yeah. But I, I, I really wish is. I would have thought yeah, of Star saying, Wars. "This is not the vehicle we're looking for." Go ahead, sir. <laughs> but I didn't. But yeah. I wish I would have. Yeah, yeah. This is funny. not the vehicle we're looking for. He just has that. He put in the mask and everything in there, dude. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. One time I punked out a Navy SEAL dog. I'm telling everybody that right now, yeah. dude. Yeah. Not really. Tell the How'd story, you, dude. So when uh, I, I went on to Mew too, and yeah. um, the Navy SEALs were attached to our ship at one point, and uh, 
I I had this watch. It was like a black G Shock, but I spray painted it um, you know, green, brown, yeah. whatever, you know, the fucking camouflage colors. And then uh when I went to the gym, I remember I took it off and I didn't realize it till like maybe like the next day where I'm like, fuck, where's my watch at? That I didn't I didn't, you know, so I didn't find it. I remember being I went to the gym like maybe next week or something like that. And I see uh one of the dudes, I'm like wearing my watch, and it was one of, like a Navy SEALs that was like there. And I'm like, yo, that's my watch. And I know my watch because I spray painted yeah. it. Like, there's not not much I could, like, you know, yeah. it's very. So I just go up to him, like, hey, man, where'd you find the watch? So I'm like, oh, me and, me and a buddy, like, you know, we traded, whatever. I'm like, nah, bro, that's, that's my watch. And he's like, oh, but he's like, yeah, man, I left it here at the gym. You probably found it here at the gym. He's like, well, I guess, man, you could take it, I guess, if you want. I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, well it's mine. It's my watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Thanks. Yeah, 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 thank you, dude. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. fuck. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> he didn't do that, but I did. No, I mean, he just gave my watch back, dude. He's just being a nice guy. Dude. Yeah, we're doing this. Oh, he actually, uh, <clears throat> while he was on deployment, too, he got in a fight. What was it, in LA? Mm. Ended up on uh, uh, World Star. Yeah, no, I was on. Um, um, I saw a station. Actually, actually, I was one of them uh, West Coast Marines. I was yeah. stationed out in Pendleton. Yeah. And, um, one of those <laughs> never, Probably. never win. I never Probably. win. That's Probably the... getting his toenails done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, whatever, you know. Just I went to like a bar out right outside of base, which of course is just nothing but Marines and then yeah. fucking sluts trying to hook up with Marines. Yeah. Hell yeah! And uh, ended up getting a big fight. Um, ended up on World Star the next day. What's World Star? You know what World Star is? It's a uh, so like. It, it's the it, equivalent of of just Zay not knowing what a VCR uh, yeah, is. Uh, well, it's more like a. It's basically like a site where you they post ratchet shit like fights. Like it's more of an urban shit. urban site. Yeah. yeah, I guess you can say. And it it used to be Black more about ratchets. fights. Ratchets. Oh, it's, there's a bunch <laughs> of, there's so anyway, so urban. you're on there, man. Yeah, yeah. So you made it yeah, I remember um, we were at the bar and uh, I see my buddy get kicked out and I was dancing with some broad at the time. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, I'm not trying to leave. You know, I'm over here. My mic fucking yeah. hook up with this lady. Hell yeah. But he uh, whenever he gets kicked out and his like lights come on, you know, we're all leaving. I'm like, fuck. Get a number and then I bounce. Now I just see my friend like arguing with this. And I think my boy has little man syndrome. The yeah. dude's 5'3, maybe 5'4. But he like just finds the biggest fucking dude, tries to fight with him. And um, so I just remember being, and I was really drunk. I don't really remember a lot. But I just remember like a guy like hovering over me. I remember pushing him and then just fucking hitting him. And then he drops. And then I just remember getting on top of him and I hit him a couple times. And then that's all that I got on video yeah. was you could hear me punch him. But then he just turns around and just sees me on top of him kneeing him. The video will be up here somewhere. And it just becomes this whole huge thing. And people find in the middle of the street. It's the middle of the street. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we probably could have, I don't know, we would have been fighting for a while. But then eventually you just hear, shh, and just warm spray on my face. I'm like, oh, fuck. I just got pepper sprayed. And oh, my God. The bouncer? Yeah, I, yeah. I was, I'm like, I'm done fighting, bro. Yeah. I'm like, y'all win, y'all win. Yeah, yeah. That hurts. Yeah, it sucks. It's not fun. So that's my third time getting pepper sprayed. You know, yeah. the second two were like fight courses, and I was like, yeah. one time like in yeah. the street, and then um, we all get to the car and we're like, snot crying, you know, waving our faces, burns. We're doing like a head count, and like, yo, is everybody here? I'm like, yo, everybody's here. It's like, fuck, what y'all trying to do? It's like, yo, yo, let's go to Denny's. I'm fucking starving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we go to Denny's. Our shirts ripped, blood on us, <laughs> snot. Yeah, just, just still. It was, yeah. Fun times though, yeah. But uh, how were the barracks party back in the day? Y'all still have them? Y'all had them back then? Yeah, just nothing but fucking dudes. Yeah, just a lot of <laughs> drinking. No, there was there was groupy girls that would show up. Really? Oh yeah. God, I was oh, yeah. Dude, we're gay then, I guess. Probably I like I don't know. <laughs> Other probably older Marines. Probably some masters. <laughs> I don't know, man. Now there's girls that show up. Um, Man, barracks—the craziest things I remember. The barracks was just getting to fight. So, like, yeah. 
you know, when I was in artillery, artillery barracks, and then LAR, light armored reconnaissance, the LAVs, the, mm. uh, their barracks was next to ours, just getting in fights with them all the time, and shooting paintballs and stuff at each other's just stupid shit, God. you know? Just, it was the funnest times, though, yeah. right? It's just so simple. Well, you know, it's kind of like college, but um, Worse. probably a lot more rowdy. <laughs> well, a lot yeah. more rowdy. You're allowed to fight. Yeah. And get away with it. Like, all right, you two, stop beating each all other right, up. Come on. All right, you 30 guys, stop beating up this 30 guys. Come yeah, on. Yeah, right. Really, yeah, just, really, yeah, yeah. just like looking over each other. Like, whoever's in charge, yeah. it's just your buddy yeah. that's over there. It, you know? Well, yeah, it's like your buddy in charge half the time at the barracks, too. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, guys, stop it. Or I'm <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is Okay. <laughs> what, do you, um, what do you think about the war now, after everything? What do you think about the war? Oh, man. It's, I don't. I still don't. Uh, like, like, was it the right thing to do or whatever? I don't think about that, man. Because it doesn't matter to me. I mean, not for like what I participated in. Like, it doesn't matter if it was right or wrong from my standpoint. It was my job to go there and do that. So, you know, I did what I did. And as far as like people that we killed, I killed people that were trying to kill me. And mm. like, did we, did we try to help the people that we're there to try to help? Yeah, we did. I mean, we did everything. When I was in Afghanistan, I mean, we we're trying to open up schools for kids, and because the Taliban wouldn't let them learn how to read or write, because that that's that's the devil. You know, you can't learn how to read. That's evil. So, you know, we we're trying to help kids open up schools and trying to help farmers like learn new ways to grow their crops, and you know, vaccinating their cows and just. I mean, from my standpoint, what I saw, literally, they're trying to help people. <clears throat> Should we have been there or not? That wasn't for me to worry about. Right. So, like, stuff like that, I feel like it doesn't even, like, come up as much as just, like, the actual war part. Like, it doesn't come up like the good stuff. Like, if you were to ask me about it before you actually just told me right now, I would have no idea about it. I wouldn't know that y'all try to help out. Bro, I didn't even know cows got vaccinated. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they're camels. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, they had sex with them, so you probably should (laughs) should vaccinate them for something. Hey, hey, Sam, the only boys want to say, if you're having sex with your animals, make sure they're vaccinated. No, they had sex with dogs and donkeys, man. Not not the cows, probably. Goats, I would say. Donkeys, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How was that? So, uh... Before we fucking get out. some backwards people, man. Before we fucking, before we fucking donkey. That's what you were going to say, huh? How's your time as a, as a master sergeant? Being that fucking dude. I remember you know, being in the Marine Corps and looking at that guy. I'm like, man, fuck that guy, dude. <laughs> man, well, think about it. So well, I some had, of them. Some I had E5s cool. and above. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all I had in the EOD was E5s and above. So I have, I had no problem, kids. You know what I'm saying? Because like the people, you did four years, right? Yeah. So no, a lot no. of your peers, man, I don't know where you were. No, they you were know, A lot of your peers kids. were problems, you know? And like, I didn't have to deal with that. They were already mature. They were there to work, not... We literally yeah. had first name basis. Mm-hmm. Is what we had. So, um... So, uh... <laughs> I don't know what happened, dude. So, uh, no, I had, I had pretty good... Uh, it was pretty sweet, man. Like, uh, I had my Marines back. You know, I would have their backs with the higher-ups, and the higher-ups would kind of listen to me because I was the disgruntled, grumpy master sergeant that had plenty of wartime. So I got – it was pretty cool, man, actually. I didn't take any shit from up higher, and I tried to take care of my Marines. That's awesome, bro. That is awesome. Oh, yeah. so, All right, boom. Yeah. So before we leave, man, give us three things you're thankful for. Who, me? Yeah. Not me. Um, Not me. Not George. Not her. Griffin. I'm really thankful for Griffin. <laughs> but like... Man, I can't... Three things? Three things you're thankful for, man. Man, I'm happy uh, Happy I met that, that, that girlfriend of mine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To be honest, you know what I'm happy about? I'm yeah. pretty happy yeah, about that. Yeah, man. I don't want you to uh, lie yeah. to me, you son of a bitch. How about that? 
I'm happy I'm gonna go home and have sex with her tonight. Hell yeah. yeah. And I'm happy she's gonna make me breakfast in the morning. Hell yeah. Oh, it sounds like the package deal. <laughs> yeah. Hell well, she yeah. might make me breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> She'll at least make me coffee. Hey, better than nothing. Thank you, man. Thank you for your service. Yeah. It's As been always. beautiful. As always, simplify, baby. I, 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 I,